next fucking Monday, right?
Bison. Look them up, War Bison. At the Parkside.
dark side. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the House of Pride show live from San Francisco. We, we are family here in San Francisco. Please uh, tune in, tell your friends to listen to us at mutinyradio.fm slash House of Pride Radio. <laughs> Go to the mutinyradio.fm webpage. Click on House of Pride Podcasts. And, uh, or click on the link to listen. And we're on now, folks. We've got, we, we've got our family in here. But more excitingly, we have our beaver cuties in here at 6.30. Miss Shugana is with us. Yeah, we're a little early. Do you have our song? I forgot to, to remind you. Yeah, girl. Do you have our beaver talk song? I, if, I, if, I, if you've given it to me once, I have it. It's somewhere. Yeah, we're going to get that going at 6.30. Uh, and um, at the end of Beaver Talk, we have uh, our correspondent from New York, Poon. So what a nice way to end it. Beaver Talk to Poon. Poon Breaker. Poon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beaver and Poon. Yeah. Yeah. Poon. Wow. Poon. Yes. yes. Uh, she, <laughs> she, <laughs> she is our corresponding. She's a writer, a poet, and she um, has a, uh, a segment she um, calls The Groove Line, and she takes a popular song and turns it into a 80-second uh, poem. Oh, cool. And so right now, I'd like to introduce the Hot Pride Countdown, our top five countdown of new... Uh, Queer love and dance songs, all right? Coming in at a strong number five is the Hot Stuff Donna Summer Remix Remake 2018. Uh, Coming in number five on Pride Top 5, number one in the country on Billboard Club. Here it is, Hot Stuff 2018.
right, all right. That was the number five song, Hot Stuff, Donna Summer. We'll get the rest of the countdown after Beaver Talk. Beaver Talk is coming up right now, folks. You don't want to miss this. Starring Miss Shugana and Mad Dog 2020. What I'm saying, are you offended with the message I'm bringing? Hello, hello, welcome to the second edition of Beaver Talk Radio. This is Miss Shugana. I am still without my Mad Dog 2020. That's my alarm for my dad's medicine. <laughs> and um, we're here today for the second Beaver Talk Radio ever. We're also on live. Feel free to listen at mutinyradio.com forward slash House of Pride. Is that right, Tweeka? Yes. House of Pride. Or you can even call in later at 415-550-0511. We will repeat that. Um, since it's the second edition, and I know nobody listened last time except for like those of us who were on the show we re-listened to how dumb we sounded (laughs) um i want to just explain again why um we mad dog and i decided to call our radio show um that tweeka offered us uh beaver talk so this year mad dog and i are the reigning grand duke and grand duchess of san francisco for the grand ducal council and court and um what that means is that we are leading the effort in fundraising for underfunded organizations in and around san francisco san mateo and marin counties and we've been having an amazing time doing it um we are the first women to ever reign together in the san francisco ducal court um, a woman has never reigned in the San Francisco Imperial Court. You guys are so impressed. So this is pretty cool. Majit Nielsen was the first woman to ever reign. Last year, she was the first woman. And then um, now we're the first women to reign together. So that's pretty cool in a, a man's club. Boy, uh, drag queens are men. <laughs> we forget that, <laughs> don't we? And so um, we were told by Grand Duke number five, and um, Mad Dog is the 44th. Uh, Duke so Grand Duke number five to um, that we would have some you know some resistance as two women reigning and to stick it in their face so we named our court the court of the sacred golden beavers and everything is beavery this year and it's all about um, the community it's all about raising funds it's all about raising fun it's all about community coming together and um, inspiring and attracting new people to the different courts around the Bay Area. Um, with that said, that is why Mad Dog, who is stuck in traffic, and maybe she'll call in, um, and I decided, hey, let's ask our friend Santana Deleuze to be our guest this month on... <laughs> She's so cute. She's doing the touchdown um, <laughs> symbol with her arms right now. Um, all excited. Um, but that's why we asked her to be um, on our podcast because she's doing amazing things. She's a woman in the Bay Area doing amazing thing, help, things, helping other women. And we attracted her to the Alameda Grand Ducal Court. And we're super proud of her. We claim her. And you know what? You're welcome, Sister Annie. Grand Duchess, Sister Annie. Yes. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Annie Cockle-doo. So, um, 
This is great. Um, Dusty Porn's on Facebook Live saying yay to community and to women running the San Francisco Duke Girl Show. Hashtag proud. So welcome to Beaver Talk, Santana. Thank you so much, Miss Shug. very hard to call you Santana. I know, it's really hard to hear, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> it's a beautiful name, Thank I have you. to say, but um, but your drag name is Smooth Daddy. So that I call you me. Daddy, I call you Smooth. And that all feels really good. That feels right, right? Yes, that's on. Okay, so what? Because you're not Jody either, okay? Who's that? Yeah, right. See, so here we go. I know, it's super strange. Let's stick with the good. Okay, let's do it. I mean, Santana and Jody are good names, though. They are, but we are Miss Sugar and Smooth. We're Sugar and Smooth. Hello. We We work hard to be those personas, and we use them for good. So. So Santana, smooth daddy. Um, actually, I'm talking to Santana first. Um, I am so impressed with your decision to leave the corporate world. Um, a year or two ago now? Three. Uh, three, three years ago. And I wanted, um, because I think it's inspiring and um, it's inspired me personally, very, very, very recently. And um, I want to hear a little bit about that. Can you tell us um, what your corporate um, world looked like and why and how you got the balls big enough to step away from, I, I call working for the, it working for the man, and I also call it risk averse, um, you know? <laughs> um, you know, I have had insurance covered for 20 years mm-hmm. working at the biotech company that I work at. Um, yeah, I just, you know, it just feels like it's comfortable and safe and scary to leave, and I also have felt stuck. And so the fact that I have a friend who I look up to who's been working on herself and had the nerve to leave, um, that comfort uh, is inspiring, and I want what you have. So tell me all about it and how, how, you, um, how you had the nerve to step away. Oh, so, yeah. Um Thank you. Thank you for that. It, it, I'm going to say it wasn't, I can't take all the credit because what my main goal was is to keep being my authentic self. And what did that look like? And yeah, it was scary. It was uncharted territory. Uh, there was a lot in it. I started in corporate. Uh, I've had a million jobs, to be real, because this is what society dictates. You go to school, you get an education, you get a job, you get a home, blah, blah, blah. Um, that doesn't work for everybody. That formula doesn't work for everybody. But when you don't have the time, the gumption, the courage, the support, um, the desire to branch out to be yourself, well, you fall into what we call the employee-employer status. And frankly, I'm sorry to say you're a slave to the corporation. Because you are just a number. It doesn't matter how well you do. And when you do better, yes, you get paid for it. But frankly, um, statistically in the financial services world, there, the wealth is with 5% of the people out there. And uh, the debt is with the 95%. And, you know, business owners and investors are the 5% of the wealth. And everybody else falls into the 95. And I'm sitting here going, no, I'm not going to share my wealth in the 95. So you you take away the security of uh, corporate, meaning the humdrum life of being a slave to your work Monday through Friday. And I went through the um, 
Sunday Night Blues, the Fever Face Fridays. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> I've heard of Terrible Tuesdays, but I think that was associated with drinking and drugging. <laughs> right? Like coming down. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and to mm-hmm. that, people start partying. You know, back in the day, you started partying on a Friday. Now mm-hmm. you party on a Thursday. And I'm thinking now you party on a Wednesday yeah. because mm-hmm. there's a lot to it. Um, yeah. So I have over just under 20 years of uh, financial. Uh, facilities management experience where I built buildings Mm -hmm. and I dealt with operations and I loved it because I got to serve the people Mm -hmm. I got to serve the employees so basically when you come in you worry about nothing I've taken care of everything and that's where I thrived the best it wasn't about the corporation or the company I was working for though I, I enjoyed picking fortune 500 companies because the money was there but I've come to learn about three years ago that on paper I lived the American dream. I had everything you can imagine uh, on a materialistic uh, level. I'm also going to say, because of that, I'm working a ridiculous amount of hours to have that, Mm -hmm. and which meant I was depleted in my soul and in my heart and in my energy and my vibe. Um, but you know that's what we know that, that's just what we know and, and that's what you're supposed to do to work for that retirement um, I've come to learn with my parents who retired at a, at a decent age in their 50s and 60s that they were miserable they didn't know what to do after they retired mm-hmm. and they lost themselves so that gave me the um, desire to say no each day is a blessing and I need to treat it as such Sorry. Um, my time's up. Thank no. you so much. Uh, <laughs> um, Let's take care of that. So in that, I, I learned that each day I'm going to challenge myself not to make the money, not to chase the dollar, not to please the people, but rather to have the courage to please myself. And at that time, I'm going to say I barely liked myself. Yeah. Um, so it was an interesting thing. And, and courage to leave the corporation? Well, my homosexuality basically showed me the way out. Because really? again, I chose to be my authentic self, the best way that could come out. And I didn't want to hide who I was anymore. Interviewing as an androgynous person did not feel good. Um, the one time I did interview at the LGBTQ San Francisco Center, I burst into tears because it was the first time in my life uh, interviewing as my homosexual self. Mm-hmm. There was a lot that led to me breaking the corporate chain. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll tell you right now, I'm basically the happiest I've ever been, the healthiest I've ever been, the most good looking I've ever been. Ow. <laughs> and um, so finances kind of took a back seat, and it's okay because money's just energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but and you have to survive in the Bay Area. It, survive that that's um, depends on how you look at it. Because mm-hmm. I am fed, I am clothed, I am housed. I do phenomenal things. I've met you and my dog. Mm-hmm. Um, I get shown a whole new world. I have life experiences every day. I've been to your house and I have complete space envy. <laughs> you, have, <laughs> you have multiple bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. Living room. Yeah, that's real. In the dining room. Yeah. That's real. But that that, so that I guess was you're a surviving just fine. It is. It is. But it's not mine. Do you know? It's all fleeting, and and it's all material energy mm-hmm. that 
doesn't get well, a lot of weight from me. It's where you would lay your head and it's your sanctuary. So, um, so you, so, so, okay. So in the world today, I have been introduced to, since, um, a friend asked me to join, um, Rodan and Fields, mm-hmm. I have been introduced to a whole new world of, of women entrepreneurs and women empowering each other and women holding each other up where when I came into like, say many phases of my life, especially the sobriety state phase of my life 10 years ago. And I walked into a meeting of recovery, you know, like a 12 step. Um, I was mostly a gay man meeting men meeting because of being in the Castro for the meetings. And I was like, these are my boys. And if a girl like naturally, if a girl walked in, I wanted to claim my, my ground. Right. And I fought against that because I'm like, no, we need to be sisters. And so I immediately called any woman that walked in my sister, high sister. And, um, so it started for me then, but it's something I've had to go across the green for. So now that I'm introduced to this world of m- literally millions of women empowering each other, lifting each other up to do and be whoever and whatever they want to be and to use like the tools, whether it's a, a company or an eye cream or or a, a nutrition or jewelry, our good friend. Linda Kelly. Linda Kelly, I mm-hmm. love her, she's sparkly. Um, <laughs> uh, it's so great and it's such a new world to me to be surrounded by that and that has now become my norm. But it was hard to get there. Yeah. And so um, I love being um, one of your good friends now. Yes. And um, getting to meet the people that are also like the thriving women in business. I want you to talk about that because I want people to know about it. Mm-hmm. And I want people who don't feel like there are artists out there. There, there There's any every walk of life. There's every passionate woman out there that needs to know where they can come to find out okay I've, I'm stuck how yeah. do I get unstuck yes and I know that that's a big mission of of thriving women in business so let's hear like um quickly a little bit about mm-hmm. that group because I know you're really involved in it and I want to know more about it myself still Take it away. Smooth. Uh, <laughs> you couldn't resist. <laughs> yeah. You're smooth. Um, yeah, Thriving Women in Business Community, um, a.k.a. Thriving Women in Business Center, um, founded by Katerina Rondo uh, a little over two decades ago. Um, her dream was to help women entrepreneurs, specifically women entrepreneurs, um, massively monetize their value. And that is a huge, huge thing because uh, as women, we come in a little under the level of grade because men are still being paid more than women. Mm -hmm. So it's a high encouragement. She teaches people how to, through workshops and programs, how to be a thriving speaker, how to be a shiro, how to be a fempire, how to have be have empowerment. Yes, it's real. It's a speaking program. It's phenomenal. But I'm going to say the best part about mm. her workshop is not only the um, powerful information you get, but it's the community she holds because she picks these people by hand. Um, many people come in, and then she works on the ones that have the desire, the passion, the courage to leave their jobs. Um, And she just works with them individually and in classes. And I'm going to tell you my short story on the whole thing is I didn't want to go. (laughs) I thought that uh, Thriving Women in Business was a bunch of, sorry to say, Caucasian rich 
women who had husbands funding them and what was this all about I wasn't in my best friend and I Gina Graham uh, held a women's empowerment symposium where we were teaching about health and finances and how to speak and hold yourself and Katerina came she then invited me to go and I'm like yeah yeah thanks so much and I left it alone uh, Gina went and said hey they're asking for you I'm like whatevs right uh, <laughs> then uh, Katerina calls me again and says please come to a Shiro summit mm-hmm. I was unhappy because I'm a big fat homosexual I am a hundred footer yeah I'm all of that and I don't need to be around these people who are going to judge it's a hundred footer stay a hundred feet away from people no a hundred footer is you can tell someone's gay from a hundred feet away oh gotcha <laughs> so you have the I am uh, rainbow footer. flag tattooed on your face I am, I am gay bling <laughs> yeah I am gay bling um, bling bling but it was interesting because... Is Tweeka a hundred footer? It, depending no. on the music he plays. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, trying to keep a low profile over here, ladies. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's not a hundred footer. Yeah. Um, so it was interesting because the first time that I was kind of pushed into this, I thought because I, I wanted to come out of corporate and go into my entrepreneurship and my own business, I decided to go through a phase where I wouldn't say no. Mm-hmm. Anybody who presented an opportunity to me, opportunity to me, I would say yes. Hence, a lot of what you're doing with me right now. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> are we still in that one? What else can I? Yeah. Ask for? <laughs> good to know. Good to know. I'm gonna get my yeah, list. Gave it away. <laughs> gave it away. Um, so my first day of going to Shiro, I decided I wasn't gonna go in mediocre. I was gonna go in over the top. So I dressed to impress, to impress, and I I walked in and I was ready for all the judgment. And sure enough. I walked in, these ladies turned around and gave me the up and down, and I'm like, whatevs. And I sat up in front, loud and proud, I'm here, handle me. And she started the program and wanted to give an icebreaker, right? And I'm, I'm holding my own because every, all the other tables were packed except mine. And the only reason why women were sitting at my table is because there was no more seats, right? And I'm here. And she said, would anybody like to, you know, do an icebreaker or or give a comment on how they're feeling? I raised my hand loud and proud like I do. (laughs) And she said, Santana. And to my amazement, she sat there and said, and this is Santana. I've been trying to get her to come forever. I'm going to tell you, honestly, I have a girl crush. Okay, that messed me up. I wasn't ready for that. (laughs) Broke your ice. Right? She (laughs) broke my own eyes, yes. Uh And I raised my hand and I said, I am extraordinarily uncomfortable. Yes. And she said, why? And I said, because I'm the only homosexual in this room. And that silenced the entire 50 women in there. Yeah. Um, I will say by the end of that workshop, I was embraced. Mm -hmm. They wanted to take pictures with me. And Mm -hmm. I was not the only homosexual. They were just people that could pass as straight. Yeah. Since then. I have to say it's a problem when you want to be picked up on by a girl. That's been my problem. <laughs> now I hang out in the right place. Right? Yeah. No, you have, you have the gay vibe. Come on now. I didn't. Well, where the hell were you when I was at the end up trying to get notice on the wall? Uh, <laughs> you didn't give me a call then. I, don't uh, know. I didn't know you yet. But yeah, so anyways, a thriving women in business is phenomenal, and they're really great. And I'm going to tell you, the community changed me. And I will say that they, they are, take full ownership and credit for being the last link to becoming my fabulous self and my idea here is to continue growing learning and living so how what's the website for people twibc.com twibc.com yeah thriving women in business center and we had 
this segues right into uh, movement and um, whole, okay, movement. You're calling it a movement. The, the movement <laughs> that you're working on. So yes. it must have been like exactly two years ago. I met you before you did your first drag number ever. Yes. And um, you were so cute. And Mad Dog and I were there at Kingdom mm-hmm. at Brick and Mortar. I yes. That's what it's called. Very good. And you were just so And it was like raining outside. I just don't have the best memory, but sometimes I remember silly details. This is one of them. <laughs> and, um, and you were really nervous. And you went up and you have, you do still have, some people lose it after the first one, but your first number, you had the it factor. You had stage presence. You sang live, which drives me nuts because I don't have the nerve to do that. I don't have the voice to do that either. Nor do I. You just do it. No, you do. Mm-hmm. You do. You have a nice voice for sure. And um, then we let you know after we gave you feedback, honest feedback. You took it. We saw you again and again and again. And um, and now we're friends and we just love to do things with you. And so it's amazing to see you putting together a show that you really want to use to become a movement and frankly as involved as i am with the dragon kings i get to be the queen of the kings which is a very special uh role that i uh don't take lightly um i um i still i still want to know your dream if you want to share it with the world um because we have a show coming up on august 25th and um and how do you envision this movement because it's been an amazing show that the segue was because the first show was held at the center Mm -hmm. the brand new location for the center yes and it was fun and it was on um valentine's day as well as your birthday (laughs) so we got to really celebrate and it was fabulous yeah and so um and the uh it was casablanca was the theme and now we are doing an american based uh yeah. American graffiti based mm-hmm. on American graffiti so like 50s mm-hmm. and we're putting together an amazing show not just numbers it's all going to be an, an experience um, so I've like told about the show but I want to know from you because it's your vision about the 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 movement is what yeah. you call it yeah dish girl yeah dish. <laughs> thank you and I just want to reconfirm you are the queen the queen of- Dragon Kings, the one and only queen. That's right. You tell Tarzana to keep her buster out there and her Tarzana in the I don't closet. want no Tarzana there. No, no. But we love her. Yes, we do. We love buster. I we need do. me some buster. We need a buster. Yes. Um, the movement, it, it's a, it is a big deal. It's still being defined as I learn and grow and experience. Um, but that first time coming out and doing the drag, it was a whole experience in itself because... Uh, for the first time in my life, being a dyke, I, um, I actually felt defined. So it felt really good. I did it as a challenge. I did it as a you know, new experience because I told you I went through the phase of where I just won't say no. Mm-hmm. After that, having you and Mad Dog come up to me was pivotal. Yeah. It supported me a lot. And I've come to decide that what I want to do is provide a safe platform for people like me. Not necessarily wanting to transition into a man, but not embracing the womanhood. Mm-hmm. Um, I can accept calling myself female. Um, but I'm still defining it. And it's interesting. So in drag, in drag, you get to be your ultimate powerful vulnerable, courageous, 
sexy self, <laughs> right? And then you have a community supporting you for that. And being androgynous, being in the middle, being a tweener, being a, a they, if I can, um, not having a sense of belonging really took its toll on me in, in my lifetime. And now to have the platform of a drag king and providing this for others like me, um, Yes, I want to do a movement, and I want to share it out. I want you to be your authentic self with yourself in the workplace and in the world, and how I want to do that is get you to come play, get you to come be your best drag king, mm-hmm. figure it out, and you don't have to stay that way, but who knows what's going to happen. Definition of the body, definition of the mind and the soul is empowering at, at the very least, and then you start figuring out your life and start living it on a day-to-day. Um, so, yeah, my movement is about... It's still being defined, but I, I want to raise the platform of all drag kings out there. Drag queens are millennials ahead, if, if you will, because uh, RuPaul catapulted it forward with a, the show that's very popular. Um, they have a convention in L.A. once a year for drag queens. Um, whenever you talk about drag, the average person sits there and says, I love the queens, and where are the kings? And since I've become the king of hearts of Alameda and Contra Costa counties, and I've been lucky enough to attend these coronations, the only true drag kings there are, is Mad Dog and myself. And, and, and we're talking about hundreds upon hundreds of people attending, and then there's Mad Dog and I. And I just want to even out that balance. Yeah. And I want to give the platform back to um, women like me. Yeah. There are other courts that you haven't gone to yet that do have more women involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll bring you to other places. And they're really sticking to us, like... Um, messaging us making pictures of us with them as their profile pictures cindy in particular out in modesto she's just so cute you know so there's it's happening okay and um i'm so glad that you're a part of it uh david bracamontes um yes. messaged us here on our facebook Live david page. he said i'm not allowed to ask you for anything because he's got plans <laughs> since you're in the saying well you oh. are going to you are he he was prince count turned prince yes and now um put most likely yeah mostly i'm just gonna say it yeah, most likely it. the next duke of, of grand duke yes. of, of alameda um coronations is saturday mm-hmm. can't so, wait yeah. so if somebody is interested in playing with because you said come play with us let's yes. let's play to 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 um discover right mm-hmm. so if someone's interested in playing with us as um a drag king or a folk king because there are trans guys who um, want to perform, and they are kings. Yes. And um, we have a lot of them in our um, dog pound, in our mad dog family. Mm-hmm. Um, they are welcome to contact you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I um, Ready for show is one of my uh, king's sons, and I was so proud when he asked me to mentor him. And he, too, is uh, transitioning. And... Um, He's amazing. Yeah, I just, I love um, it. Let me just say, I want to take little nibbles of him. <laughs> He's a delicious <laughs> snack. <laughs> yes, and he loves hearing that from you, yeah, by the way. I'm, yes. I'm down. I'm going to say it all the time. Charlie yeah. is said it's, t- it's seven. Charlie told us what time it is. Charlie, are you the timekeeper? So last month, Tweeka, um adopted a really cute dog. Aww. Really cute, named Charlie. So, um, so, okay. In closing, if there's a person out there, no matter what gender, 
and um, yeah, no matter what gender that that is feeling like they're on the fringe and they're lost and they know they're not in their authentic self yet, but they know that they're ready to, to start to research, discover, play. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it doesn't have to be scary. It can be fun. You can put on eyelashes one day and with a big mustache or whatever, you know I mean? <laughs> There's so many ways to do it. Mad Dog loves to, to be Sylvester. Um, uh, what words of encouragement do you have? I will provide our um, contact information on the Beaver Talk uh, Facebook page so they can reach out to us. But um, what words of encouragement do you have for people? Because I know people are out there and I don't know if anybody will hear our radio show. There but are millions listening. They just it don't know it. It is recorded, and you never know. Um, what words of encouragement does Smooth Daddy have for that person? Hmm. I think I would say uh, advice I've given to myself over and over and again, and that is don't be afraid to slow down and take the time to reflect f- from within. Oftentimes, life goes too fast, and we always say we don't have time, we don't have time, and we're running here and there, and there's traffic, and there's this, and there's that. Have the courage to slow down. Know you. Learn you. Feel you. Then love you. And when you do, all else will fall in place. Words of wisdom. Words of wisdom from Smooth Daddy. Thank you. Smooth, I know I got lucky because I'm in the phase when you're saying yes to everything, but thank you from the bottom of mine and Mad Dog in absentia, <laughs> whatever it is again, um, from our hearts. Thank you for coming on, taking time. I know you are busy. You're hustling and you're inspiring. And so thank you for coming here and bringing Bubs. We're going to say hi. Hi to Bubs. <laughs> her other bestie um who's always around and um i look forward to our show yes august 25th 25th at the spark arts american graffiti get your tickets on eventbrite it's uh it's going to be ridiculous off the chain insane there's an event um posted on facebook Mm -hmm. american graffiti and we'll put the link on the beaver page great and all of our single pages too so that everybody can find it and you can always message us through beaver talk and i'm sure through pride pride house radio as well tweaka will send messages to us so um i just want to add in there please get your tickets soon because the last one we held was sold out and we had to turn people down at the door unfortunately i would like to involve everybody in so um yeah get your tickets now thanks yes get your tickets now we can't (laughs) wait to perform for you and give you an experience and a night you hopefully you'll never forget um next month we're back here on pride house radio on the second wednesday from 6 30 to 7 everybody cross your fingers and your beaver toes <laughs> that my mad dog will be able to come he wants to he does yeah. um but it's hard driving all the way up have a great week a great month a great day and we'll see you at american graffiti yes thank you for having me miss shook and smooth <laughs> folks you're listening to beaver talk on house of pride radio uh on my live feed we have diane wheeler saying hi your majesty hi diane <laughs> <laughs> 
Thanks, folks, for tuning in. That Once again, that's Beaver Talk every second Wednesday on House of Pride Radio from 6.30 to 7. We want you to be a part of that Beaver Den, so do call in uh, and ask our lovely host questions. Is, is that okay? Mm-hmm, oh, all right. Well, thank you, everyone, for Thanks joining for us. Thanks for having us, Tweeka. We are going to get back to the countdown. We started at number five with Hot Stuff 2018, Donna Summer, coming in at a strong number five. Here is the number four song on Top mm. Pride, Top Five oh, Countdown. It's Amori featuring Jeannie Tracy's new one, mm. paying homage to the legendary Sylvester with oh, his wow. take on Mighty Real. Yeah.
Oh yes, that's Amori featuring Jeannie Tracy on background vocals with his remix of the legendary Sylvester's Mighty Real coming in at a strong number four this week. Up at number three is Tony Moran. Featuring Jason Walker, I'm in love with you on Pride Top 5 Countdown. Diana Ross, she's back on the charts with Coming Out Upside Down 2018. Upside down, 
Yes, indeed. You're listening to I'm Coming Out, Diana Ross, Upside Down, 2018. Strong number two on Pride. It's top five. Countdown right here from San Francisco coming out of the Houston Necessary Disco Remix. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the number one tune on the top five countdown. Honored to give this to Ariana Grande. No tears left to cry. Eric Remix.
Rider Ride. You're listening to the House of Pride Top 5 Countdown with that number one tune for the week ending July 11th, 2018. No more tears left to cry. Ariana Grande. Folks listening every Wednesday to our Top 5 Countdown. All right, all right, right now we're going to listen in to our friend over from New York City, Poon Draker. She has contributed another minute of poetry, courtesy of New York City. Here we go, Poon. Good evening and welcome to Groove Lines. I'm Poon. This is House of Pride Radio. And tonight's poem is about lies and precedent. I hate to pair the Arrhythmics' killer song from 1985 with the sentiments expressed here, but sometimes music is one of the only things that gets closest to the truth. I guess the only thing you might need to know for this to make sense is that Donald Trump once tweeted a photo of himself next to a half-eaten bucket of KFC. A president's tongue drips with 54% of his recommended daily allowance of fat. One chicken breast, original recipe, extra crispy, provides 3,000 untruths in 466 days, marinated with salt. We had a massive landslide victory, sodium phosphate. Just found out that Obama had my wires tapped, monosodium glutamate. This crowd was massive. Try calcium phosphate. Put pressure on the Democrats to end the horrible law that separates children from their parents. 18 grams of total carbohydrates. I didn't like the sight or the feeling of families being separated. And only one person in the world knows the combination for the safe that holds the Colonel's secret recipe and I will never lie to you.
Thank you so much for joining us today on House of Pride Radio. I'm your host, Tweeka Turner. Join us every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. here in San Francisco, Pacific Time. We'll see you next Wednesday on House of Pride Radio.
Thank you so much, everybody, for coming out. How many guys watch the last time we were Bring back the rat 